0: All right, it's the middle of April. Does Illinois have a point guard yet, Scott Ritchie? Technically, yes, but maybe not one that they're looking to start next season. Um, the hunt is still on, and that will come through the transfer portal. A lot of names have been bandied about. There's one that Illinois fans are excited about, uh, Tiger Campbell. Lots of experience at UCLA. The only real problem is I don't believe he's in the portal yet, so... You know, tampering is what it is in college basketball these days, but whether it's Tiger or somebody else, Illinois will be adding a veteran point guard this year.
1: All right, Richie will give us the latest. He'll tell us why R.J. Melendez went to Georgia. He'll explain why Terrence Shannon uh, might come back. All in this week's podcast, Inside Line Illini Basketball. I'll come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On the Money Radio Show. Oh, good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Inside Illini Basketball Portal Podcast. I'm sorry.
0: You see, I, was, I think I was told I was not allowed to go in the portal.
1: <laughs> That's Scott Ritchie. He has not gone anywhere, thankfully, for our News Gazette readers. Award-winning college basketball beat writer. Uh, doesn't like April. He's said over and over and over, right? you least... Favorite
0: yeah. Month? It's not a lot of fun. All right. I mean, I know some people enjoy the well free agency that has come to college basketball, but it's just I don't know, it's it's a little crazy just how fluid things are these days. I mean, fifteen hundred players in the portal and a lot of it is driven by name, image, and likeness. So it, it's free agency, like it is what it is. It, right. They'll say it's not pay to play, but we're it's a real gray area.
1: We're gonna keep Scott's uh, mood uh, light uh, today in inside Illinois basketball, or at least try to. How about that? I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News at the News Gazette, basketball beat writer. When Bill Self had things going on here at Illinois, what's happened in the last week since we signed off uh, from last Monday's episode? Well, plenty. Uh, Illinois added a second transfer. They uh, said goodbye to R.J. Melendez today. Earlier this morning, they had a big old um, two-stepping shindig at Gordyville. That's got Richie and Ed Bond apparently attended as well. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, Ed Bond pay. Why is Ed Bond paying to get in that thing? I don't know. Doggone I mean, it. I- That upset me. I didn't. But. You didn't. You were part of the News Gazette travel team that showed up. And uh, Terrence Shannon, uh, as expected, uh, declared for the NBA draft in some vaguely written, confusing, uh, are you still coming back? Or are you gone? I still don't understand.
0: Well, he didn't make it very clear, but also didn't shut the door on a potential return. He pretty much just didn't mention the fact that he does have one year of eligibility remaining. and what he might do with it, but he's in that kind of weird zone in the NBA draft where like these days, you know, the first 10, 12, maybe 15 picks in the second round have been getting guaranteed deals. Cause it, it's not, it isn't a guarantee first round picks guaranteed money guaranteed multi-year deal. Second round picks. There is none, but teams have been, well, as they're spending, Lots of money on their stars, they need younger, cheaper talent to fill out the roster. So, second round picks to an extent have been getting guaranteed deals like IO did a two year deal with the Bulls, which is not necessarily a bad thing because he is a restricted free agent right now. Um, or he will be, and you know, that allows him to get to the second contract quicker. But that's where Terrence Shannon is projected, somewhere around 40. Um, 40th overall pick so he's got a weigh whether i mean just because he's projected there doesn't mean he might not slide cause that that's also when the draft gets a little screwy because teams are like well we can maybe take a flyer on this guy and we're not going to be out anything necessarily and falls fails we have his rights his draft rights um so terrence shannon has to weigh whether like maybe he gets uh a Caleb Houston esque promise, like the former Michigan guard did last year, because he slid into the second round. Or you know, if he has that, or maybe coming back to Illinois, where again, name, image, and likeness has a chance, if he doesn't get a guaranteed deal, to pay him more than what, say, a two way deal would get. Because that's about a half million a two way deal with B.G. G League NBA and IL. Like he could probably get close to seven figures, maybe. I think Illinois would be willing to go that far. Okay. Here's how this works for the
1: next half hour. We'll be grilling Scott Ritchie. Uh, this uh, week we'll take your, uh, texted questions, which I've been accumulating the whole week. Okay. You always feel free to email sports at news dot com to get your questions into Ritchie or directly reach out to him on Twitter. Or reach out on Snapchat. Did you see the News Gazette Snapchat this weekend, Scott Ritchie?
0: Uh, I saw saw one of them. Okay. Yeah. You were uh, apparently touring Freedom Hall with yes, your water. daughter. <laughs> yes, it was awesome.
1: Freedom Hall, where I think the NCAA tournament was once played at Freedom Hall. Am I Am I confusing that? The no, old it's... home of the Louisville Cardinals, I think back in the day. Probably was and today it's home of the university i can't pronounce bellerman thank you bellerman i miss i butchered it a couple times but there was a volleyball tournament at the convention center this weekend and then freedom hall was uh was open and uh looked really old you know <laughs> just think about that i mean it is it's really really old but it's in a kind of a neat way
0: yeah well i mean older like i like older basketball arenas there's yeah. there's some nostalgia to them some some history I mean, Louisville plays at the Yum Center now. Right, it's just fancy. Like, yeah, it's like you just mm. kind of a cookie cutter, yep, more pro style arena. Yeah, just maybe not as fun.
1: Had a fun. They had plaques of all the Kentucky, uh, the state of Kentucky Hall of Famers uh, in the concourse, and it was great seeing some big time names. Some some folks came out of Kentucky. Ed Bond. Yep. How about that? All right. Anyway, don't know where I was going with. Oh, Snapchat! You can submit your questions via Snapchat if you if you if you're into that kind of thing. To to old Scott Ritchie.
0: Well, you'd have to have my Snapchat first. And That's I, right. Just I it. really I don't use it other than to
1: when told to <laughs>
0: when told to. Yeah. <laughs> Be yeah. honest.
1: That's great. All right. Uh, question number one. Uh, this was uh, a light-hearted. The uh, text earlier in the week. Which of the five Big Ten coaches at Gordyville drank the most beer?
0: I think. I mean, the only one I saw that with a beer in hand that I remember recall was Matt Painter. So, all right, we'll go. We'll go with Painter. What was it? Uh, Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Yeah, not not Bud Light. <laughs> uh, no, it was a Miller. <laughs> Just checking. Maybe one to avoid any controversy. <laughs> Which is, which is ridiculous. I'll just, oh, just say. Right. That.
1: Oh, I, speaking of Louisville, I had a couple Bud Lights out in the hotel porch late, and I swear I got weird looks.
0: <laughs> How has this happened? Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah, Kid Rock shoots up a <laughs> case of Bud, and, and I'm in and Kentucky getting weird
1: looks. Yeah. Anyway, still tasted good to me.
0: Yeah, well, because like Brad Underwood and Fred Hoiberg, um, well, Brad had some wine for Fred because they're. I read that today. They're
1: both uh, wine guys. All right. Does that help with recruiting if you're a wine guy?
0: I think well, maybe just to <laughs> get like, through recruiting. Like, like, like Mad Dog 2020 <laughs> wine? Um, you now, Hoiberg's a co-owner in a, a winery, so I, I doubt he's drinking Mad Dog. <laughs> would be my guess. Probably something a little, a little fancier.
1: That was Ed Bond's college choice, Mad Dog 2020. says uh purple was really good.
0: I mean, that or Boone's Farm, like, or <laughs> a wine in a bag. That's,
1: those are your options, I guess. The wife uh, used to buy the wine in a box at Sam's Club. Yeah, that box of wine was up. actually in a bag. That's the stuff. Yes, <laughs> in a box.
0: You got to take it out of the box so you can just haul around the bag with.
1: All right. Uh, another uh, Gordyville type question Which of the five coaches came across as the fan favorite? I guess he's trying to say who was the funniest.
0: Well, <laughs> it was a little funny because um, it wasn't Fran McCaffrey necessarily because like all of the coaches were introduced at the beginning of it, and uh, it was someone with the American Cancer Society was kind of telling like how they're also involved, you know, with coaches versus cancer. And there was just like a smattering of boos for Fran McCaffrey. Yeah. It was like, like you can't someone at a no, no, no. At an event that's supposed to like all, everyone comes together to fight cancer um but it was probably Izzo okay he said he had a couple of people hey yeah, a lot of people tell him that you know they were fans um he said he only believed like a couple of them that like might have had like Michigan state gear on
1: all right uh, again email Scott Rich questions but uh, this is a special Q&A um uh, version of Inside Illini Basketball. Back to Io. Wanted to know Io's disappearance in the uh, play-in game. How concerning is that for his future with the Bulls?
0: I don't know that it's two. I mean, the Bulls are just sort of a mess. Um, and he wouldn't be among the players I think they would like get rid of if they hit the reset button, which they probably should do. Um, either way, even if it's not with the Bulls. like I think staying in Chicago would be good for him, maybe good for the Bulls, because there is that obvious connection. But like he's going to get a contract somewhere. And he's shown that he can be in an NBA rotation. I don't think that's questionable. Uh-huh. So I think he'll be fine. Whether it's in Chicago, we'll see. But uh, maybe, maybe he'd like to... Try something else.
1: His role certainly diminished as of late.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's because Patrick Beverly, is that why? Essentially. I, I mean, they I brought right. in Pat Bev at the Weird. trade deadline to get better. I don't know. They didn't, really. Right. Um But I, mean, I think there will be minutes in the backcourt because Lonzo Ball is maybe never going to play again. Um It's just we'll see who they keep is – if they keep Io or if they keep Kobe White. So I don't think they'll keep them both.
1: All right, uh, Terrence Shannon question. Uh, texted in. Uh, who and what is the area business that can fork over all those millions Illinois needs to keep him?
0: I don't know that it's one. The Esquire maybe? Was that my That's my guess. <laughs> I don't know that it's one business. I think it's their new icon collective or whatever that, that Illinois has set up essentially because the rules have changed and they can be more involved, you know, in that. Um and that's how some of Illinois best football players wound up back in Champaign for another season. So I, I don't think it's gonna be like one specific sponsorship deal, but the collect the new collective most likely kind of pooling resources to to send to Terrence Shannon. And, again, not sure how that's not pay for play, but apparently it's a little... They've, they've found some wiggle room.
1: We have a guest question from 1E Bond. Uh, good morning, guys. I have a question. Have you studied
0: the state of Arkansas's fix to this problem? I have not. I assume there's, like, we don't have any laws. because Yeah, they more or less... Uh,
1: the governor signed a bill that more or less throws everything out and also
0: specifically says in the bill, NCAA, keep out of it. Well, for the king of the transfer portal, Eric Musselman, um, I'm sure he's thrilled. But uh, (laughs) when there's 50 different, you know, bits of legislation for NIL, it's going to be what it is now, which is just a free-for-all. And... Uh, very few guardrails, think that's a, a buzzword that the boys try to use. Well, they blew it, so they're retroactively trying to enforce some kind of rule to it, and they want Congress to get involved. I don't think that's going to happen. It's, it's a mess, and that's why there's free agency in college basketball now.
1: Thank you, E-Bond, for that question. It was a good one. Um, the Gordyville event raised uh, record amounts four hundred more more than four hundred thirty three thousand, I think, at last count. That will raise, that will continue to climb as other things come in. Record crowd, good to see. And here's a question, Richie: Did you go with the flannel look?
0: I did not, because hmm. I don't have. I don't, it Turns out I don't have any flannel. Okay, what'd you wear? The I wore a khakis and a polo. Okay, what I. It's disappointing. (laughs) What I wear all the time.
1: That's that's really sad, actually. Here's your chance to shine all of Eureka backing you, and you went that route?
0: Yeah. Again, I I was not going to go out and buy (laughs) a flannel shirt for this event. Uh,
1: Today's news, of course, R.J. Melendez uh, announcing his commitment to Georgia. And the questioner wants to know, why Georgia? This isn't football.
0: It's a fair question. Um, Georgia was a little better la- this past season um, under Mike White, first year there after um, I don't know Tom Crean tried to kill the basketball program a little bit, uh, but it was mostly I think relationship. I mean, sort of like Jaden Epps committing to Georgetown to play for Ed Cooley, um, R.J. Melendez his first offers when he was in high school f- were from Mike White when he was at Florida and um, Eric Pastrana, who was an assistant coach at Oklahoma state is now at, at Georgia. So that played a part in it. And this is something he mentioned on his live commitment earlier today, like well, he just didn't see himself playing in the big 10 again. And he wanted to go to a, a league that's like fewer bigs, more wings and, It makes some sense, but also I like, question is like, you're going to go to a league, like the SEC, that is just like wings galore, like really talented, athletic wings, and you'll just be one of dozens at that point. Like, a really athletic wing like RJ, um, should he figure out his shot? Like, I think he, there's more value being in a conference that doesn't have as many of them because you're a little more unique. But. He had the relationships with the coaching staff of Georgia. Likes the style of play better, apparently. So that was that was a choice. But uh had some other interest as well. Um Notre Dame was part of his portal recruitment, Virginia, Kansas State, of course. They're big on transfers these days. Um and then Central Florida was also involved, but it's more of sort of a go home in a way because he played high school basketball there you know, in that region.
1: Good luck to RJ. Kind of the fans liked him here, I would say, despite his uh, uneven performance. I think the potential of what he could become. Always. Yeah,
0: and, I mean, and still trying to reach that potential. because right. He didn't this past season. There was a lot of talk, discussion, thoughts that he would ha- be one of those like breakout sophomore candidates. Um, he was not. So maybe it'll be a breakout junior year. For Thanks, Georgia. Ref,
1: who called the technical.
0: it going all the way back to yeah, the, the first that's where I went his so freshman I year NCAA tournament.
1: Yep, ruined all the momentum he had.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think all of the threes he missed played a role in that too. as well. And like he mentioned again, something mentioned on his commitment. Was like he did, he did deal with a shoulder injury kind of early in the season, but. Apparently, you know, he said that that changed a lot about his game and put him in a funk that, I mean, at the end of the year, he was playing better. Apparently, he was healthier, but we'll see what he can do. I mean, still a lot of potential to tap into. Got
1: a text from a Jay Wooden. When does Tiger Campbell commit to uh, Brad Underwood?
0: Well, he's only in the draft now. Don't believe he's entered the portal unless I missed that, um, so he'd have to do that first.
1: Jay Wooden uh, seems to me has a UCLA tie, so we're talking about the UCLA point guard, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> where did that interest? Where did that connection come from that was bandied about on social media? Lately?
0: Oh, it's it's huge name. Like fans are very much into the Tiger Campbell rumors. Um, okay. He was at one point committed to DePaul, and I might have been like before Tim Anderson got there, but Tim would have been in Chicago at that point. So, but he's a Midwest kid. He's from Cedar Rapids, played at uh, La Lumiere, um, was recruited by Illinois many moons ago. Um, so long ago, in fact, that it was John Gross that was recruiting him, which seems crazy, but, like, that's what happens when you offer... Um, someone that hasn't played any high school basketball yet. I think it was like what 2014 or 2015. Tiger was not quite a freshman and he got his Illinois offer. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Illinois needs a point guard. Tiger Campbell is a really good point guard. Has played at a high level for four years and after being hurt for a season. um, Yeah, I jump all over that, but. While there, I can neither confirm nor deny that tampering exists, it does. Oh, wait, I might have just confirmed it. Um you can't really recruit a guy until he's in the portal. Okay.
1: Um, of the two transfers Illinois has landed so far, uh, who has the better chance of starting? This is a question from uh, Jay Epps. That's weird. That I was curious about who's going to take. It's old school, apparently. Well, that's a nice. Event. It's really
0: not from J. Epps, but yeah. Okay. Um, a little bit of it depends on what Terrence Shannon does because if he comes back, I think that probably puts Justin Harmon in you know, coming off the bench. If he does not, I think unless Illinois gets another wing, like Harmon would probably start. I think Marcus Damask has the better chance of starting just because of what his game is and it's a little bit of everything. So he can, he could fit into a lineup with just, I think just about anybody and be successful. um. And because he gives Brad Underwood, Thomas walk up vibes and Brad Underwood loves Thomas Walkup, Has to be, I mean, as much as he talks about him has to be, you know, the former Stephen F. Austin do everything guy has to be Underwood's. On there, favorites, but yeah, I think Marcus Damask has a chance to really get. Ch- I mean, I think he'll start. Um, I don't know that it's even a question,
1: not done yet. No, you're guessing Illinois isn't. Um,
0: no, I mean, and Brad Underwood has said they aren't. I mean, okay. he said they're still want to add a point guard, still want to add another front court player just because. They need some depth there. I mean, if Coleman Hawkins comes back, that helps. But then I think they'd still probably add another one um, just to have, you know, another body in there and maybe a productive piece as well. So those two moves, I think, will still happen. And then if Shannon doesn't come back, if Hawkins doesn't come back, then they have even more moves to make.
1: I, I said I'd be transparent. Here's Richie, you idiot. You idiot.
0: That sounds more correct, yeah. That's
1: just the lead. There is a question. Oh. It was just, it was just, I just I <laughs> Ritchie, was, you idiot.
0: I've gotten a few of those, so I just sort of assumed okay. that, that was the end.
1: What's with all this golf coverage? That's all?
0: <laughs> well, called you
1: an idiot and then apparently
0: doesn't like golf. I mean, all is being generous because it was just one thing. I loved it, by it's the a, way. It I think, comprehensive. Yeah, it was. But
1: I can't yell stuff in the back swings. That's what I got out of it.
0: No, this is not the... Uh, the Phoenix Open or yeah. whatever.
1: Trans... I trans trash in.
0: Open or... <laughs> yeah. Um, waste management. There Thank it is. Thank you. Um, no. Dang You'll probably be escorted from the course if, you, if you're doing that. But well, I live in Champaign,
1: so it wouldn't be a bad... It wouldn't be a long no, escort. No, it'd be fine.
0: Um, the golf cart is because Illinois Men's Golf is going to play in town for the first time in... 12 years. That's great. And they're the number four team in the country and have two of the top 11 golfers individually in the country. So kind of a big deal.
1: That's Saturday. It was a great story by Richie in your Sunday print edition. Go pick it up if you can. Buy the day pass at newsgazette.com if you want to read all sorts of stuff, what you can eat there, right? Where are the best places to watch the tournament, who's going to win, things like that. It was great.
0: I would think Illinois is pretty heavy favorite to win. Um real Big 10 vibe with the field uh, ahead of the Big 10 championship which is coming next up. weekend. So, yeah, I by far the top ranked team and there's no other actually there's no other ranked team in the mix there, I don't believe. You know that. what else
1: Illinois is real good at besides golf? How about wheelchair racing? It is Monday we do this podcast another uh, Illinois wheelchair winner, uh the women's race. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Read all about that at newsgazette.com. We've told her story. Great story. Comeback story. Back to basketball, if we can. Uh, Richie, can you tell me when the schedule will be out? No. This (laughs) question's from 2014. I'm just not asked every year. It's the same question. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been like getting pushed later and later every summer, but like summer seems to be Typical, um, probably like, I don't know, August would be my guess at this point. I mean, there are a few games we know. Bragging rights, of course. It'll mm-hmm. be you know that middle of the week before Christmas. Um, playing at Tennessee in early December. It's part of a home and home, so the Vols will be here a year later after that um uh only will play in the gavit games brad underwood said that don't know if they'll be at home or on the road or who they're playing but they'll be in that the last year of that event with gotta be a tournament
1: in there too isn't there
0: yeah thanksgiving okay Okay. but most of those have been a lot of those have been announced already it's not maui won't be maui for another couple years so no, I mean, I'd like to know just because I like to know those things, but probably not for a few months,
1: dear Scott Ritchie, you are a simpleton. I've gotten this that one email too. Boy, they being they when given the opportunity, the fans have have been kind of rough on you as it I don't, turns I don't out know the, why
0: the most of the people that reach out aren't particularly nice about it. <laughs>
1: hey, welcome to the industry of journalism, yeah, all right,
0: as it turns out, yeah, it's uh. I keep the nice ones, and I can do that because there just haven't been that many of them.
1: There's a question with this Simpleton one, by yep. the way. Uh, sure. Uh, it says, Illinois football is debuting new uniforms. I didn't know that. Um, when's basketball going to do that?
0: Yeah, football will have new uniforms this season. They, they will? Yeah, they haven't been revealed yet. They're holding on to that tightly.
1: Ooh boy. They, here. Here's my advice. Don't break that news they will throw a conniption fit. They like to have their, they like to have their I'm, I'm using that from a photo that we ran of the artificial turf <laughs> <laughs> innocently being laid at Memorial Stadium.
0: Yeah. So um, w- <laughs> So basketball so they redid them in Underwood's second season, I believe, because okay. they got rid of the Reed brand before that that like the zigzag pajama right. pattern
1: that no one seemed to like no but here here's not to interrupt you but we posted a, a photo of Roger Powell when he got the Valpo job celebrating after his putback dunk against Louisville in 05 how yeah. about those uniforms
0: I mean it, I don't know what it says about your branding when like the throwbacks or significantly more popular than the actual home away and alternate jerseys. But like the script, Illinois white throwbacks are their best. Uh, the fighting Illini orange throwbacks are number two and then probably goes reg like new ish at this point, orange alternates white home and then blue cause they never win. Well, they rarely win when they wear blue. Okay, so I don't know if they'll have another one. I don't know that it would be soon. Another new uniform. Okay,
1: football's got a spring game this Thursday night at the stadium. Free of charge, is that right? You can show I th- up.
0: I would hope so.
1: Okay. Biggest storyline for you, quarterback. All right. It was windy apparently last time.
0: Oh, uh, for the yeah the scrimmage a yeah. few Saturdays ago um, was not kind to anyone that put the ball in the air. Okay, so. Quarterbacks and kickers. I like to run the ball anyway, right? Yeah, but like you do have to throw it some. Okay. Here you yeah. are talking football again. It's crazy how I lead us down that path all the time. Might win the West. Iowa's the the team that everybody's talking about. I guess.
1: Still a bunch. I of... mean,
0: Brian Ferentz is still their offensive coordinator, of so I don't <laughs> give them much chance. Um, I mean, Wisconsin, new coach, but like Luke Fickle's good. Um Ryan Walters has a job to do at Purdue. Um cuz they had kind of fallen off after a quick start for Jeff Brom. Um Yeah, I mean Minnesota will be competent. I think the West is as open as it was last year.
1: We done with football? Can we uh, this is inside line on basketball? Can
0: are we, we are we done?
1: Richie, you imbecile. This Got that starts. one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seems all my fans I just are coming them up out this of that. I, yeah. I mean, I'm just
1: this is just by chance. Yeah. I'm
0: <laughs> well, I mean the odds of you getting multiple of those are are fairly <laughs> high.
1: <laughs> anyway, Richie, you imbecile! Oh, I've said that part. Okay, <laughs> well, let's repeat
0: <laughs> it for everyone that forgot over the twelve seconds.
1: Is Illinois in your top three right now in the Big Ten? No. No. I, I I must have missed your Big Ten power pool. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they keep well, asking did you for did you see Andy Katz's? He took. Care oh, of I did. It for me. He did. He had. I think he had Illinois like eleventh. Eleventh. Yeah. Wow. Um. <clears throat> so Illinois is not Holman, in your top three is what you no. would I'm
1: responding to Mr. Imbecile.
0: No, not yeah. not right now. If Coleman Hawkins and Terrence Shannon come back, I, I think that would be a pretty good sign. And if they get a point guard. Be pretty close to the top. I think Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio State, I think my top three are pretty much the same as they were last week.
1: Okay. What's Purdue's status? I haven't...
0: Still, I mean, just it's the Zach Eadie question. Okay. If he comes back, they'll be fine. If he doesn't, they'll be different. Way different. Although, I mean, maybe not because they have... They had a 7-2 freshman that I think red-shirted this past year because I don't think he played... Uh, Will Berg, he's from Sweden, Illinois recruited him as well. Um so I guess I just assume he'll they'll just slot him in and it'll be the same.
1: Richie, you no good scoundrel. This one starts.
0: It's getting pretty personal.
1: Yeah, it is. Mean spirited. Yeah. Uh your prediction record sucked, it says. True. I can't argue with that.
0: Did you send this one in, Jim? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh which uh, freshman is likely to see some court time next season there I, there was a question at the end of the yeah one. it got it took a while it took to get there took a while
0: there. to get there i i think both will probably play um i mean depending on what they do in the portal like front court wise i mean Amani Hensbury. would be I, I mean i think a pretty good option if he advances his work on his jump shot, then it like, can be even more of a threat. Just, he does the one thing that Brad Underwood values more than anything is he, he's a really good passer and like, you think like, you can run offense through him and not like handling the ball, but getting it maybe in the high post and distributing it again. Um, and then Dre Gibbs Lawhorn, like not very big, super athletic, play, plays above the rim for a smaller guard and again that'll just it'll be a matter um, a matter of what Illinois does in the portal because I mean they're going to add a point guard but I think I mean at this point you also have to play your freshman you, just to forestall maybe them leaving I mean, even if you do play them a lot they might leave so hmm.
1: Thanks again to Scott Ritchie. Uh, we're going to end with one more question. Um, uh, follow along every morning, 6 a.m. alinahq.com with Scott's Good Morning alina Nation. That's online-only content. Sign up for our daily uh, alina basketball newsletter. Pretty cool, too. Sent to your uh, inbox free of charge every day. Gives you a scoop. Um, thanks again, Scotty, for uh, doing this one well with a positive one. Dear Scott, we are the best college basketball writer around. Don't pay attention to the haters. I like it. You're a warm soul with plenty of knowledge and an all-around good boy. (laughs) Mom. (laughs) Robin Wayne.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure last time she called me a good boy. But But
1: Robin does have a question. Okay. That was very nice of Mom to... She listens. She's the best. Yep, she listens and likes to play defense when the haters come calling no asterisks is allowed who is your starting lineup for next season right now for the Illini mom with a great question
0: <laughs> uh no ifs n- no ifs ands, or give buts. me your five right now gut feeling Whew. okay well we'll go Backwards because I'm gonna have to decide on a point guard because I don't have one, really. Um, go Dane Danger. There's one. Okay. Um, hmm. Maybe not. That's really coming back. Uh, Marcus Damask, Justin Harmon, um, Luke Goody, and Ty Rogers. Not really a point guard in there, but enough guys that can maybe do it.
1: I didn't hear the words Colin Hawkins.
0: We don't know he's coming back.
1: Well, you have a gut feeling.
0: Well, you said right now. Like, I, well, my gut I, feeling no, is. No, not, it's not on the
1: roster right now. The question was who's going to start next season?
0: Tell us concrete. I can only give you who's here. <sighs>
1: I don't like that answer one bit. I, I need don't you think, to speculate, Scott Ritchie. I'm
0: pretty sure Brad Underwood doesn't like that answer either.
1: <laughs> Not anybody likes that answer. All right, uh, good stuff as always, uh, Scott. Thank you to Robin ending this podcast on a positive note. Keep those emails coming. Richie will answer more next week, right? Okay, so yeah. Yeah. say hi to Scott at the spring game Thursday. Say hi to him at the golf tournament on Saturday.
0: I'll, uh, or Sunday. I'll be there both days. Okay.
1: Can't wait to, to read that despite that, uh, the one call. Scotty, have a great week. We'll talk to you next Monday.